Hey there, welcome back to another episode of Tacos and Tattoos. Today I'm finally gonna talk about the values exercise that I was asked to present at my friend's retreat in Colorado Springs. This simple exercise is something that I learned when I went to, um, I was a part of a coaching program called the Two Comma Club X program. And it's basically like for those that want to make a million, million dollars in a year, you know, million, like create a business that generates a million dollars every year. And that program was $2,500 a month. And I was in it for a year and I absolutely loved it. But I, I felt like I had outgrown the, the training part of it. Um, and I was really just in it for the community. Like I love being around other like high end entrepreneurs, but it was just so expensive. Like $2,500. That's two times. I was like, <laughs> it's like five times my rent payment at the time. And I just was like, uh, maybe I'll do it in a couple years again. But right now it was just like, I should probably be taking that $2,500 and investing it into physical assets. But anyway, I learned this down there and I, it was, it moved me so deeply and it made me realize why I had been struggling with relationships in my life. Because this is something that you can, that is, it's basically the golden ticket to aligning what's important to you with the world to attract somebody who is going to be like your soulmate match. I don't necessarily believe in the, there's only one person in the entire world for you, but I believe that there are multiple people that are best suited for you, you as who you are. But first we have to define actually who we are. And this is what this exercise does. Because when a lot of life coaches try to teach values, they basically go through a list of words, which is like stuff like integrity, loyalty, family, freedom, um, success, what are some others? Learning. Uh, there's just like well, a couple hundred words. <laughs> and they say, okay, pick 10 of these and then arrange them in the order that is most important to you. And then go through your day-to-day living in alignment with those. And I remember when I first, when I hired my first life coach back in 2000, I think it was 2018 or 2019. And she had me do this. She's like, here, pick 10 words, arrange them into an order that feels good. And I didn't really understand the importance of why we were doing that. And then she's like, okay, well, you know, what does freedom mean to you? And I would say something like freedom means being able to get up in the morning and do whatever I wanted. Right. That that's true. But it wasn't until I went to this event, this mastermind event, that was part of this program, and we did this in a way that actually made sense. And so what he did was he said, here are five or five or six categories of your life. It was things like career and success, um, relationships and friendships, uh, personal development, health and fitness. It's the things that you see on the wheel of life. Have you ever done the wheel um, exercise where you kind of like rate where you are in these specific categories of your life right now and, you know, make a list of how you can change that. It's those categories. And so what I, what you do is you take those categories and you say, okay, what are the things 
in in your day to day, in your month to month, and it happens once a year that brings you the most joy. So for example, when it comes to personal development, I love sitting in my hammock at night reading a book. And and all the books I read are about personal development. And so I love sitting in the hammock, setting a timer for like 45 minutes and just reading a book and giving myself permission to sit there and read. That is a moment that brings me so much joy. I love going to retreats and seminars and workshops. I love the feeling when I walk into the room and everyone's excited and there's music playing and there's a big stage and you you have no idea what's going to happen next and you're just excited. I love that. For, um, I think there's another one where it's like recreation. For recreation, I love driving my diesel pickup, the one I have right now, the old one I've had for like 10 years. It's an 03 with 301,000 miles on it. I love driving it with music loud, the windows down in the summer, just down the highway, like cruising. Oh my God, I love that so much. Brings me so much joy. I love riding horses in the woods and smelling the pine trees. I love cuddling with my dog or playing on the beach with him. And so these are the things that bring me the most joy. I love going into Portland and going salsa dancing with a group of friends or even alone. I just love walking into the club and being like and ask and getting asked to dance and dancing until like 1:32 in the morning. It's the best. So The reason it's important to know these things and know this is something I value so much that I don't want to give it up for anything in the world. Because when you meet somebody, you meet a guy you're considering dating or you get into a relationship and he starts saying, oh, no, you can't do that. You can't do that. Or I think that's wrong that you do that. For example, um, back in 2019, I dated a guy right before the pandemic. His name I'm not going to release because that would be, I guess, rude. Um, <laughs> he's Mexican and he's the reason, he's actually the reason I went to Mexico and ended up in Siwanejo. And um, I, at the time, I loved going to the nude beach in near Portland. It's um, Rooster Rock. That's really funny. It's roosters is basically cock rock. That's <laughs> what people called it. Uh, they call it... Um, but I would go, and he's very Catholic and very prude in a way. I, guess I, don't, I don't really like to use that word. It's kind of weird to use it when it comes to men, too, prude. But he was. And I would tell him, I'd be honest with him. I'd be like, hey, I'm going to the nude beach because it's like 90 degrees today, and that would be freaking amazing. And he would just, like, give me the silent treatment. And then later, when he finally wanted to get together... He would just, like, he would ask me, oh, how'd it go? And then he would, like, roll his eyes at me, basically. And so there was a lot of conflict in the relationship because his values, his values of whatever they were when it came to sexuality and and freedom, right? So for me, going to the nude beach was a matter of feeling free and feeling like, like this adventurous, like, screw expectations i'm gonna be out here in my complete rawness and he was he just 
couldn't appreciate that. And so they create a lot of conflict. Another one was we basically broke up because I'm like, I'm selling off everything and going to Mexico and I don't know when I'm going to be back. And he lost it. He really did. I came home one day um, and he was so drunk and he just started like just guilting me and saying all these horrible things and accusing me of like he even accused me of being a lesbian because my friend Kelsey was going to come down with me a couple weeks after I got there. And he's like, are you a lesbian? Tell me that you're not going there to be with her. And I was like, we've been together 10 months now. Like, if you don't know what's happening, then this is not going to work. But he just didn't like He couldn't live with the amount of freedom and uncertainty that I love to have in my life. He needed way more um, of a traditional lifestyle. So therefore, we had all this conflict in, in our values. So it just blew itself up. But if you know the things that make you happy, like if you know, like if you love to, uh, I can only use myself for an example, but I love to salsa dance and I knew that I had to have someone in my life that also loved to salsa dance because I love going to the bar and salsa dancing. I love going to Mexican weddings and parties and salsa dancing. If my boyfriend doesn't know how to do that and a song comes on, I am going to be mad. Like I will. I'll be mad if I don't get a dance because of my partner. It'll build resentment because it's like, this is a moment that would be so incredibly special and it's going to slip away because you aren't Your values aren't, right? The resentment builds. Why do you not value this? And coming from as a woman who has, um, I've been in poly relationships. I've been a part of some very light kink communities and stuff like that. Like sexual freedom and, and exploration and whatnot is very important to me too. I'm not saying I want, I'm not a fan of poly relationships or anything like that, but I want to be with someone that can be confident and sexually free. You know, go to the nude beach with me. Do like sex a little, uh, like try new things. Be open to things in the future and be confident in that manner. So those are things that I value. And if I get in a relationship with someone who it doesn't value that as well, I'm going to feel put in a box because of them. And so It's really important to detail out all these values, all these things that bring you joy in your life so you don't end up in a relationship having to sacrifice things that bring you joy to be able to fit into a relationship with someone else. And that's part of living an expansive life is being able to fully expand into all of the things that you enjoy so much and not have to shrink yourself to be able to fit into that other person's values. That's not to say you can't have things that don't match. It helps if the more things you have that match with that person, the better off you're going to be. But if there's things that don't match, you can also know, hey, I like to do this and I know it makes you uncomfortable. Can we find a way to coexist with this mismatch and if there is something they're just like judging you for becoming resentful for can you can you find a way to um find a middle ground with it or is it something that will break you apart but nobody ever taught me these things until i invested in these programs like honestly this right here i believe is the secret sauce to 
having relationships that last a a lifetime. Like honestly, if you can go out there and find someone that shares all of your values, your lifestyle goals, and has similar interests to you, you guys will be unstoppable. And I'm serious about that. Like honestly, um, because every time I look back at any of my past failed relationships, it was always, 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 always because of a mismatch in values. And I would get into that relationship and I would think, how can I make this work? Instead of asking, how does this work? And not only can you apply this specific exercise to relationships, but you can apply it to jobs, to friendships, to even trying to make big decisions about moving, about lifestyle changes, about having kids, any of these things. You can see if this choice you're going to make fits with your what things you value you're going to have to give up to be able to move into that thing or have that thing. You know, for example, like I value my freedom so much that I don't want to have kids. That was part of it. Like I just love my life doing whatever I want when I want to do it. Therefore, I never had kids and I never had a desire to have kids big enough that I was willing to give up that thing that I value. I was reading in Tony Robbins, I think it's uh, Unleash the Giant Within. And in that book, he says something like, sometimes you have to be able to look at, you know, how much freedom you have and be able to appreciate the amount of freedom you have right now instead of being like, oh, I need more freedom, I need more freedom. No, you need to find a balance. So part of this is being able to find a balance in things. Like if you want so much freedom that is harming other parts of your life, then that's a problem, right? If you're like living out of your car, don't have any money, begging for Uh, money for gas on the side of the road because you just want epic, like nothing but freedom. Like no, you don't, not a slave to anybody. You're still a slave to yourself and having to beg for money. But that's a good example. Or even like gambling or alcoholism or any of these like addictions where you're just like too much of a good thing is, is unhealthy, right? Where it's like, oh, I value this this buzz and feeling good. Of course, yes, there's lots of other factors that go into addiction. Uh, it's a real thing that the body grasps onto. Like even Oreo cookies are highly addictive. Like that's a very primal response. But it's also a, a values issue. Some of it is a values issue. But anyway, I digress. You guys have a wonderful rest of your week. And I'll talk to you again soon. Are you an ambitious and independent woman who's ready to start attracting your aligned masculine partner but have struggled with settling in the past? Join the free five-day workshop to start attracting him in less than 30 days by tapping into a hidden feminine superpower that you already have. Go to girlstopcrying.com to sign up.